forgive yourself. The minute a dad that has made that decision to live a household, the minute they forgive themselves, they can start healing and repairing whatever damage or or whatever the case may be for them, right? They can start on, on the atonement journey. This is Dadography, a podcast with stories and insights on fatherhood from dads around the globe, dedicated to providing you with the tools and tips to become a better dad. Welcome, everybody, once again to the Dadography podcast. I'm your host, Corey Ward, and today we have a guest, Mr. Ramon Cubas. Welcome, Ramon. How are you doing? Yes, sir. Brother? Thank you. Thank you. Doing awesome, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you on the show, man. We've actually uh, we've been on a break for a while. I went to the States for about three months, and uh, Victor, the sound editor of the show, he went to the States. I was in Florida. He was in New York. And it was just really difficult to do any recording, but we've got a plan to uh, ensure that we're able to, uh, even if I'm traveling in the future, be able to keep this show going. So this should work out all right. So, well, Ramon, listen, man, let's jump right into it. Why don't you give our audience a, a little bit about yourself, your relationship status, birthplace, where you live, how many children you have, what's their names, what do you do for a living? All right. So my name is Ramon Kubas. Um, I'm an immigrant from uh, Honduras, moved to New York when I was about 18. Okay. That's where I met my beautiful wife, Stephanie. Um, I had a previous relationship before that, um, which left me uh, uh, an amazing gift, you know, which is my, my son. Okay. He's 12, years, 12 years old, Sebastian. We have a, a kid, uh, Jaylene. Okay. And how old is Jaylene? She's nine. You uh, migrated from Honduras to New York. So how, how do you like uh, living in New York? Are you still in New York now or what's? No, no. I moved. I moved three years ago. Okay. At the moment, I live in Florida. Okay. Orlando, to be precise. Orlando's pretty nice. That's where I spent the majority of the summer. And that's actually where uh, my kids just relocated. So I'm doing a little bit of uh, long distance fathering because we have the business here and the, the kids needed to get some uh, some school experience there. And so it's uh, it's a unique, uh, a unique experience I'm going through right now. All experiences you learn from. So so you're in Florida now, uh, originally moved from New York, from Honduras. You're married two kids, Sebastian, Jaylene. But let's let's take a trip back, right? So what I like to do, Ramon, is I, I really enjoy trying to understand how the father that I'm communicating with came to be. In other words, like what what things in his past help him become the father that he is today, whether that's good or bad, you know. Uh, but yeah. how did he become that father? So let me ask you this: Tell me a little bit about your dad, Ramon. Okay, so I'm the last out of 10 kids. I'm, I'm the youngest one. 10 and, kids? Um, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they didn't have uh, television back then. <laughs> you know? but anyways, so 
as I understand, my dad in his um, you know younger years, he was an alcoholic. He had severe issues. You know, it took for him to to almost die to like change his life around. Now, this was you know way before I was even born. But I, but after that, he turned his life around. He was a great um, healer. Let me just put it that way. He, he didn't have a, an MD, you know, title. He wasn't a doctor. Um, he didn't go to school, but he cured so many people. My dad was such an awesome man, man. Like yeah. it was, it's, it's just a powerhouse. It was my hero. Like how did he know? heal them? With was, was it like, uh, you know? So I think Latin America. When you say healer, you mean like santeria, or do you mean healer like herbal, um, herbal medicines and just you know, yeah holistic yeah. Uh, treatment? Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. holistic, holistic treatment. So he was a very wise person and and just a beautiful human being. You know, very caring and and my admiration and respect just grows more and more for him. So yeah, that was that was my father figure. You know, like he 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 had a rough younger years, but um he came in and, and just did the best he could, you know, in his old so, years. And that's all that mattered. So the dad that you got was, he was there, he was loving, he was instructional, he was, help me out here. Well, see, another thing is, mm-hmm. since he was so much older, he was very lenient. He was more like a, like a grandfather figure. Okay. It, it was a combination, okay. you know? So that's, you mentioned that you're I, from Honduras. Uh, where in Honduras are you from? Uh, it's in the middle of the country. It's called. It's a small town. Uh, it's called Victoria. Victoria. Okay. It's in uh, Yoro. Okay. That's the department. Um, and uh, yeah, beautiful town, gorgeous, surrounded by mountains. You know. Wow. Was, so uh, obviously, the, the experience that you had with your dad was was different, probably from most people. Obviously, because as you mentioned, he was older. You were youngest of 10 kids um but what are some of the things i mean you you definitely admire him you know so what are some of the things that you tried to mimic about your dad uh in raising you know your daughter and, uh, and your son definitely kindness you know and not a strive for just materialism you know because we all have that i feel like it's part of being a human being at some point we have that struggle where we, you know, compromise our, our morals for material possessions. And that was big for him. You know, he gave all of that away to like actually help people. You know, we live comfortable, but, you know, we didn't have any luxuries. Let me ask you this, Ramon, in your own words, bro, how, how important is fatherhood? It's very important, man. It's the foundation for you know future generations. And Sometimes we lose grasp of, you know, the importance of it, you know, because other things might take uh, our attention, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's fundamental. It is a staple to the well-being of future generations. I see it more and more, you know, like it's, it's super important. If you had to, I guess, put it in your own words, right? Like your fatherhood style, knowing how important it is to you and the value that that you feel fatherhood has on society as a whole, like how would you encapsulate your fatherhood style? Mm, okay, so that's very simple, actually. 
my style is to be not as invasive authoritarian as 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 past generations because i just see what it does you know these kids nowadays are you know incredibly talented amazing and and smart you know they come equipped better than we were you know right. so okay my approach would be to you know be easy you know be more like like a friend or a guy to them when they need it but let them do their their own thing to help them build their self-confidence from a young age so they don't have to you know second guess or doubt themselves you know to a point where they might grow in in, in just a dysfunctional so, manner so you said you don't want to be authoritarian you know be I, I like the word when you said be a guide do you do you feel like being a guide or being kind is a way to help instill them with confidence i mean like is is that part of the being easy so that they can try and fail i mean what, what what's what yeah thoughts? yeah Okay. I think so. I think so because being a dad is being more of a support figure to the family. Leading by example, it's it's the best way. Sometimes, you know, that example could be fluctuating, but at the same time, I feel like if you at least just you know offer your support in ways that it's not invasive. Again, you know, like you don't want to shove my ideologies or mentality down there throats you know like per se i just want them to you know take whatever they need from me nothing less nothing more and it's it's beautiful because i see it working you know when jaylene is having a tough time with with her mom she comes to me and you know she's kindly asked you know something along the lines of what the issue is and it's such a wonderful thing, you know, to have a, a kid feel comfortable enough to come to you when they're having a tough time. Yeah, you, you know? feel so like it's, you it's, feel like your your approach of, of being easy and and being that friend is is a major contributor for her just being able to come to you like that. I I do I do think it's you know that because kids tend to speak really about what they think when they feel comfortable but you know like if i always have something to say like scolding or or disciplining and dismembering that connection or or that trust you know that yeah. that, that they might have you have a son sebastian your son is older than your daughter meaning you got the opportunity to experience raising a boy first so what are some of the things <laughs> you decided you would do with your son? What were some of the activities you had in mind, things that you kind of thought or envisioned yourself doing with your son? I always thought that I want him to be active and play sports, and it's pretty typical and common, right, you know? Right. Yeah, out yeah. of that, just to find out that's not his forte, you know? But at the same time, having agreed that he has to be aware of his you know like health and you know from a young age so he has agreed to at least you know train with me at the gym when he comes spend time with me but that was that was a learning experience for me and that's how i became the way i am also because i wanted to you know become what i wanted and then that was a a, a big mistake he didn't want to do some of the things and, and, you know, like I was just putting pressure on him and 
I finally realized what I was doing. So now I always, you know, check with him, like, like, are you okay with this? Like, do you like, you know, what do you like? So he's really amazing at chess. He's more of a, um, like an intellectual, you know, like he's, he's, he's super smart. He likes his video games, of course. And, you know, that's our topics of conversation. He likes games. He likes to be mentally entertained, but I guess it's it's a stage, you know, that that he's going through. Right, and, and I just got to be patient. And you know, when when he's ready, I'm I'm just positive that that he's yeah. going to you know come around. Well, let me ask you this: in in light of uh, you know how how you you know, interacted with him or interact with him, and you know some of your initial thoughts and aspirations were you know, kind of typical, you know, active sports, that things of that nature. But what if having did any of those activities uh, or those desires for activities like carry over to Jaylene or did you learn your lesson from, you know, Sebastian? I'm thinking about how, how boys and girls are different. And so how did you approach uh, the situation, you know, now raising Jaylene? I think it's, at this point, you know, we're transitioning where it's not that important what gender it is because, you know, now things are just changing. Um, but more importantly is to pay attention to to the personality traits. So Jaylene is very competitive. She's active. And she will, you know, like just go head to head with about pretty much anybody, you know, like if she's interested She's, she's highly competitive and and in that sense you know she she likes sports she likes playing she likes baking also so my son he's very kind he's very emotional jay on the other hand she's you know somewhat more assertive uh, not that emotional but more like mentally driven you know right but everybody's emotional it's just they sometimes they have issues showing it so this household, we're like like that, you know, like we're not afraid to show our emotions or whatever. And this is something that I think she really gets a kick out of, you know, to see that she lives in a household where like that is completely embraced. It's wonderful. Hey guys, this is Corey, host of the Dadography podcast. This episode is sponsored by and dedicated to you. Thanks for all your feedback and support. I mean that. However, if this is your first time tuning in, please be sure to subscribe. And if you've done that already and you're getting some value from our interviews with dads from around the globe, please share. Teamwork makes a dream work. Now back to the show. You know, in the previous conversation that we had before the show, I know that Sebastian is in New York. You are in Florida. Take me on a journey, man. How difficult was it to make the move to Florida knowing that Sebastian would be in New York? It was one of the hardest decisions I have ever made in my life. It was, it was, it was hard. It was really hard. I made the decision because in my mind, you know, eventually I want to be in a position where when he grows to at least, you know, he can make his own decisions. I want to provide a different environment than, than New York because I lived there for quite a while and I see what eventually does to people, you know, like it's, it's a, it 
it builds, you know, to to a point where like you pretty much get depressed, you know, suffer from depression or anxiety or whatnot, you know. Right. It's it's the the lifestyle. It's not a a, um, a healthy mm. lifestyle, you know. Okay. It's 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 a it's an environment where like it's just you know you constantly rushing, you know, like in even people that have, you know, financially stable lives, you know, you see them even rushing all the time. And it's because of it. It's just how it is. You know, it's a fast pace. I had to convince myself of, of that, you know, and, and uh, I know that at some point he's going to uh, consider, you know, spending some time down here like a prolonged time i'm just being patient you know right now because he's the glue that's holding that house together which is you know he lives with his mom and his grandma and uh, i know that they they need him more than i do right now you know and i you know i make peace with with that fact because right. he has made peace with it you know and like he loves me just as much he he calls me from time to time or I call him. Yeah, you know, and, and, that's that's what and, I, that was going to be my next question. And so now that you're in Florida and your son is in New York, help me understand like the dynamic of the relationship now. What does it look like? How does how does the interaction oh, and everything take place? So I FaceTime him, you know, a couple of times a, uh, a week and um, he calls me also which uh, <laughs> i had to build that one up because he he never never called me uh, but now he's doing so you know like he, he's sharing things uh so i feel included that makes me happy you know for the longest i guess he was healing too you know so he had his reserves and i gave him space you know like i didn't hey why are you not calling me or this you know like no but now that makes me happy. I'm 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 completely at peace with with my decision making now right. because when he needs me, you know, like I'm 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 here for him, and in every every even financially, I'm always there for him. You know? But are there are there moments though when he has some sort of an issue, you know, whether it's school or you know uh, rebellion, I don't know, life questions that that you wish you were there. No, no, you know. I am so lucky. I'm, I'm, I'm so blessed to be honest with you. And that's why I, you know, when I was describing him, mm -hmm. I used those words. He's like, just such a wise kid. Maybe when puberty hits, I'm going to, you know, um, get some of that, you know, um, the rebellion, but right now he's just like really understanding. What, what encouragement would you give or observations would you share with a dad that maybe listened to the show today, Ramon, that, um, you know, maybe in a similar position where, you know, he's in one state or one place and his children or child is, is physically in another place. What encouragement or advice, uh, information from experience? Yes, yes. I will say one thing. Forgive yourself. The minute a dad that has made that decision to live a household, the minute they forgive themselves, they can start healing and repairing whatever damage or or whatever the case may be for them, right? They okay. can start on, on the atonement journey mm -hmm. because 
sometimes we do, you know, terrible things when we're younger and, you know, it comes to hunters, you know, in our, all the years. Right. But the minute, you know, somebody forgives themselves, forgiveness is so much, so powerful. And sometimes we forgive everybody around us, but not ourselves, you know, and it shows. It shows, you know, because, you know, a wounded person is just going to hurt, you know, everybody around them. Right. You right. know, but once, you know, somebody forgives themselves and they start healing, it's a wonderful thing, man, because then then all you can do is just start to, you know, act right and love everybody around yourself. And and, you know, people respond different to those emotions and and, and behavior. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing when we start healing and and it starts showing, you know, you start acting differently. You you pick, you know better habits and and stuff like i'm on that process i'm I'm not right. i'm not there yet but i'm speaking for my own experience you know like right. I'm, I'm healing i'm healing and it shows you have to fall in love with yourself you know in order right. to you know that ex- ex- expands to the world that that mm. that's my advice to to dads that are going through through that you know now you're you're in florida how is it with jenny moving to uh, a new state i mean uh, how has she uh, adjusted to the move? She is highly adaptive. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, she kind of, like, takes it as, 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 as an adventure, which is it's beautiful. You know, it's a beautiful way to, that's a to beautiful, see That's it. a beautiful way to approach life in general. Yes, yes. She's an explorer. She likes to explore new things. She loves to try new things. Now we, we're on the, on the approach of, building a settling down and you know like building a a structure a safe space for her you know but at the same time we always have in mind that that that's one of her traits you know she gets bored easily if if things get monotonous or or just the same thing over and over right right. we have noticed that so it's it's um you know it's a little bit of a challenge to keep um to keep it uh you know, interesting. Hmm. Well, here's a new inclusion to the show, Ramon. Uh, it's, mm. it's a section we're calling a time capsule. And so let's assume 20 years from now, your children listen to this podcast. What would you want them to know about your feelings for them and their upbringing as it relates to you? To Jaylene, I would say, I love you so much. And, uh, I understand you deeply. Just just know that I did the best I could with with the uh, information and knowledge I had. That is all. To Sebastian, I just want to be a guide and you know toughen toughen you up to make you a decent and honest man without taking away your kindness and sensitivity so it's a tough challenge but i love you so so much very deeply and i'm so blessed and lucky to have you you know so if you ever listen to this just know that well ramon let me uh thank you so much for sharing uh, with our audience today and, and with myself your fatherhood experience to this point and uh, obviously, we wish you all the best on your continued journey. It's a lifelong journey. 
So just continue to uh, continue to try to grow in knowledge and understanding as it relates to being a dad. Uh, I emphatically believe that uh, fathers can single-handedly change the world by the way that they love and raise their children. And so uh, the way that you share today in regards to kindness and getting to know your children more uh, means a lot. It means a lot. I thank you. And, uh, and just sharing a, sharing a part of your life, man. And uh, hopefully those kids will listen to that time capsule one day, man. It'll be, it'll be something special for them. Thanks for coming on to that. Kindness. Yeah, kindness. You know, being friendly, generous, and considerate towards your kids. Oh, you thought it was only supposed to be the other way around? Well, it's a two-way street, and all paths lead to open communication with your kids. Remember that support is a key component in fatherhood, and it comes in many different forms, not just financially. We've said this before, but just in case you forgot, you do not have to force your kids to follow your footsteps when it comes to hobbies, sports, or even career choices. Give them space and time, and be ready to support their choices. Hmm, there goes that word again. Learn to forgive yourself. Learn to forgive yourself. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Dadography Podcast. Thanks very much for listening. I would, however, like to invite you to be a part of the show. Visit our website at dadography.net. Scroll down to the bottom of the page. Click on the microphone. Tell us your name, where you're from, and what fatherhood means to you. Remember, it takes more than DNA to be a dad. <laughs>